So I was chatting on Monday about this precedent-setting case, this one involving 13 Toronto firefighters who on Friday won their case against the city of Toronto after they were fired over their vaccine status. And in this decision, which was made by an arbitrator, he ruled that while Toronto's mandatory vaccine policy is reasonable, it was not reasonable for the city to fire employees who didn't comply because other solutions were possible. In other words, the city had a choice. It could do things like testing, but it chose to put politics ahead of science. And there are, in Toronto anyway, at the city level, 458 city employees who were fired by the city earlier this year. And you bet they are looking at this decision as a possible you know, a hopeful sign and solution in their case. One of uh, the newest people to come forward is Scarlett Martin. She's uh, been a paramedic here for 23 years. She went from hero to absolute zero over her vaccine status. And so people like her are saying, this gives me a lot of hope. Howard Goldblatt is the lawyer who represents the firefighters union. So I want to be clear, you are not, um, to my knowledge, uh, representing cases like a Scarlett Martin's. But how important is the decision of this arbitrator to the other cases now before the court? First of all, Alex, if I, if I may clarify, because there's some mm-hmm. confusion. We do, in fact, represent Scarlett because okay. she is a paramedic. Uh, employed by the City of Toronto, and she is represented by the Toronto Civic Employees Union Local 416. And we have a case that's ongoing now uh, for that union, which is going to be wrapping up uh, middle of September, end of September. So she is part of a second case before a second arbitrator. Okay. Thank you for clarifying, because it gets a little confusing as to there's different unions, different workers, outside workers, inside. So good. Okay. I'm glad then, because it makes, it gives me more opportunity to to speak directly to her because, you know, she, like so many others, Howard, and I don't need to explain it to you, were were heroes Mm -hmm. at one point and then they lost everything and they just want their jobs back. And so when you see a ruling like this come out, um, I said it yesterday, this is going to, I think, open a, a Pandora's box. Well, I think it's certainly going to open a lot of opportunities for arguing as to what their status is. I mean, we now have a decision, as you say, with respect to firefighters, and we have to pursue that and determine how best to uh, deal with them and get them back to work uh, as soon as possible. We don't have a decision yet with respect to people like paramedics. The situation in the outside workers is slightly different than the firefighters because Many of them, not the paramedics, but many of the others who've been affected by the decision, work alone, uh, work uh, independently, work outside. And so all of these factors have to be considered. So it's become a much more interesting but complex uh, issue to address. Right. And so can the city uh, appeal the arbitrators a ruling? Uh, Would they? Uh, Two different questions. They they don't appeal. It's something called judicial review. And it's extremely hard for a party to be successful in judicial review um, because they'd have to show that the decision of the arbitrator is unreasonable, uh, which is ironic in these these circumstances. But I think they have extreme difficulty establishing that. Um, uh, Would they? Uh, Really, I can't speak for them, but I'd be surprised if they did. Yeah, I would think that a lot of people are watching this ruling uh, right across the country and saying, OK, um, because my takeaway from what the arbitrator's comments uh, 
said was, yeah, yeah, the city or government officials can do this, but you gotta, you have to do it properly. And what they didn't factor in is that there were other options. I turned to the testing. And so this is seen, I think, and we've seen this argument that politics was put before the science, um, that we didn't have to take such draconian measures against those who chose not to get the vaccine. Um, they could have been tested. And yet we have uh, government bodies like the city of Toronto and others who just out and out said, nope, you're gone. See ya. Yeah, many, many employers, uh, you know, provincially and nationally have, have dropped the mandatory vaccination uh, position. Uh, the arbitrator in the firefighter case made it clear that I mean, if your objective was to ensure that there was limits on the ability to transmit, there are other things you could do. Uh, and uh, firing uh, employees was, mm -hmm. was simply not an appropriate response to that objective. Part of the battle, and certainly with the firefighters, is getting the ruling in your favor. But then you have to get back to work. And so one side of this has been completed. How hard is it going to be to get uh, firefighters or those who lost their jobs, let's say, reinstated? Well, I mean, you're 100% you're correct. And we've been spending the last uh, four days since the decision came out uh, analyzing it and trying to connect with the City of Toronto and trying to get a sense as to what their position is. And uh, we're going to be pursuing that as vigorously as we can, I'm constantly in touch with the firefighters union to try and pursue this. Uh, ultimately, if we don't get anywhere, we can go back to the arbitrator. But I would imagine their position in the city is, well, we're studying it and, and we, we want to move forward. We want to mm. move forward. Well, yeah, I mean, and they do too out, because... I mean, fire, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I was going to go say, ahead. as you pointed out, I mean, firefighters, paramedics are highly trained individuals. Um, you just don't replace them by snapping your fingers. And we want to deal with their status as soon as we can. Well, you know, we've had zero code zeros in, in regions all over the GTA. Toronto, mm -hmm. I think earlier in January, had a code zero where we just didn't have enough ambulance service available to go to calls. So you look at a decision like this and you think, OK, are we putting the well-being of our public safety at risk uh, to prove a political point? So that there is a great need to have these people back on the job. On the civil side of this, Howard, um, you know, how do these employees, do they get money back after a ruling like this? Is the city going to have to make them whole for lost wages? Well, that all depends upon uh, if they're reinstated and if so, what effective date is their reinstatement? They don't have uh, access to the courts for this. So all of this is going to be dealt through the unions, through the arbitration process. Uh, but, you know, depending upon when they're reinstated, then the issue of their back pay has to be addressed. Not to mention all the costs. I mean, this has been a very long process. And frankly, uh, the route of using an arbitrator cut the time in half. Are most of these cases, to your knowledge, or certainly the ones that you're involved with, are they all going to go the arbitrator route? Or, or are we going right. to, which route yeah. is the most expedient that you'll take them through? Well, the most expeditious way is, is, is to use the arbitration process. But more importantly, if, if employees are governed by collective agreements in these cases, they have no alternative according to the Supreme Court of Canada, but to go through their union, through the grievance and arbitration process, which, I mean, given the fact that, uh, I understand it's, it seems frustratingly long, but it's a lot faster in this particular case sure. than the courts. And we dealt with this by way of will stage and so on to try and even speed up the process more. Yeah, no, I mean, the court, uh, going through a court could be two, three years in this country. Um, and no question, there is a, a time 
uh, limit for a lot of these people. Um, as far as a, a meaningful change, I mean, could we see, Howard, a lot of these cases just kind of get tossed out? Is your feeling that a lot of these will just go, go away given this ruling? It's a really interesting question because, as I said, I mean, the most immediate next step for us is in the city of Toronto with the outside workers, including uh, people like the paramedics. And we're yeah. waiting for response as to whether the city will accept the Rogers arbitration decision as the basis upon which we move forward. So we haven't heard from them yet. Well, we'll wait and see. It's a big headline with lots of implications. So I very much appreciate you uh, giving us some clarity on it. Thanks so much, Howard. And my pleasure. Thank you. Howard Goldblatt joining us with the latest on this. So look, there is a cost to playing politics with a pandemic. And I think this is, we've seen a lot of it over the last couple of years at every level of government. Again, whether you agree with people getting vaccinated has to be put to the side. It's that were the actions taken against these city workers, especially paramedics and firefighters, did it make us any safer? Uh, no, especially when they could have been tested. And so they tried to make a point, a political point, and it might have scored points at the time, but now we're paying for it. And, and so we'll see where these cases go. But I have to think that uh, hopefully if the city's smart, I'm not sure they are. They'll just toss a lot of these things out because it's going to tie up a lot of legal costs that we, the taxpayers, will foot the bill.